I am sharing with you the trifecta to unlock, open up wide the gates to letting in abundance and prosperity, which maybe are two in the same for you, who knows, for 2024. And I know if you're scrolling through your feed or whatever you're watching, everybody's talking about 2024, 2024, 2024. I would love to hear from you. For those who are watching, I got to have some feedback from you. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go, I'm going live exclusively, first and foremost, recording this live for the members of um, the Minimalist Method for Prosperous Entrepreneurs. So if you are listening this to this on another platform and you want to be the first to hear and to know the episodes and to have a, a confidential, small secret space where you can in real time, as I go live, post comments and questions that I will answer on air, then get on into the Facebook community, The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Entrepreneurs. Um, so I love the back and forth energy for those of you that are in the group. So if you are listening, which it seems like we've got a couple of you listening right now and watching, I want to hear from you, where are you watching from and what is the money story? How's the money story feeling for you right now? I'd love to hear like a thumbs up emoji or see a thumbs up emoji or take a self-assessment if you're listening to this at a later time, you know, is it like kind of like a halfway thumb or is it like a thumb down uh, emoji as I show you my, uh, my, my nails that uh, I have an appointment to get redone. So the question, the reason that I'm asking you is obviously I love going live, right? I, I love talking to you. I love recording these episodes, but I want to hear more from you. I want to keep customizing this content to those of you who are listening. And of course, this episode is produced by my marketing agency and the whole show, my, my marketing agency, the media, media, the creative agency who serves holistic wellness and beauty experts who are practitioners um, right at the cusp um, um, right at the cusp of seven figures, you're providing services that transform the lives of your ideal clients, and you are ready to completely let go of your online marketing. And you are that positive minded business leader that kind of magnetizes your clients to you. You have a pretty good number of referrals as is you have a pretty good number of leads as is, and you're just letting to let want to like accentuate all that and let go of your online marketing so that you can just focus on transforming the lives of your team. I'm sorry, your clients and Hey, your team, because your team means a lot to you too. You take a lot of pride about how you take care of your team and you have a phenomenal team and you'd love to grow that team too. You're almost kind of at the space where you're just looking to grow your team and continue that nice flow of revenue from the clients that continuously come to you and you just don't want to deal with your marketing anymore. That's who media, the creative agency is for. So, um, but because I, I, I get to work with clients who are like, okay, we have so many leads that 
want to grow my team? Like, how much do you like? How much do you pay your team? How much should I pay my team? And um, or wow, I have a like a really nice big. We have the biggest revenue month yet. Like, what do we do with it, right? So we actually come alongside our clients and aren't just their marketing strategy team, but end up being like I'm their CMO, and the entire team end up ends up being like an operations team, and I talk them through financials, uh, help them decide how much to pay this new position that they need to open up to grow their team because they have so many clients, right? And uh, how to how to price accordingly so that they can pre- create more of a profit margin. And then like, what do you do with all that cash once it comes your way? I've shared with you before and I've shared it in the past. And those of you who are watching, again, tell me where are you watching from? Where are you listening from? If you're on a, a you're, if you're watching this live, I want to hear from you. Just drop an emoji just so I know who's here. I could see some people are watching. I don't know who you are. So I want to hear from you. So I've also been studying to get licensed as a financial representative. Money fascinates me. I believe in being a good steward of money and I'm big on money mindset. I mean, as um, somebody who emigrated from Italy with two immigrant parents, hi, Kara, who um, went through quite the money journey with their five kids as they moved to a completely new country as two professors. And my mom couldn't work when we first moved to the United States. There was a lot in terms of the money story. So I get, I get often messages of you talk a lot about money and you track your money and you like to track your money. So like, what do you use to track your money? And so I'm going to share with you some of the tools that I use to track my money Um, so that, um, so that you can have these tools and hopefully we can create generation after generation after generation of just like open gates to abundance, right? Don't you want that for you and your kids? So I, the title of this episode is the trifecta to allowing flow when it comes to your money. And the big trifecta of that are energy mindset and strategy. And for those of you who are listening and can comment, do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think there's more to that? But I think it is three things, different things in terms of shifting your energy to allow yourself to embody your highest self and embody that version of yourself that is comfortable and allowing the level of receiving that you would love to receive, right? And in addition to that, being a good shepherd of your money in terms of strategy and tracking and planning, that is huge because like any other relationship, you are, you have a relationship with your money. And so if you're ignoring your money, then your money's like going to not be there. Right. And just like a boyfriend or a spouse, like if you ignore your spouse over time, that marriage isn't going to go well. Right. Or if you take your spouse for granted, or, you know, maybe perhaps you're the spouse who feels like you didn't take him for granted. And it's the same thing with money. If you take money for granted in terms of not being a good shepherd of it and just allowing it to leave just as quickly as it comes in, because you're just not watching it. You don't know how much is coming in. You don't know how much is going out. Then that's not you being a good shepherd of your money, right? 
And then the third one is, of course, the mindset. Many of the of you who are watching or listening to this perhaps are um, from a background that you created money stories in terms of there's a scarcity of it. Um, you say things like maybe, and a lot of my clients from my marketing agency are beyond this, but my coaching clients, this is part of the what we work through in terms of um saying things like, I can't afford it. Uh, it's not in my budget or they just don't, maybe you just don't really see yourself as that, as that person. Right. Or you don't understand that money is a cycle and what money comes out is bound to come back in and money is a renewable energy. And so it's not like when you spend it, it just leaves. And in terms of that same mindset, I was just talking to a colleague today who is also a financial representative, and we were talking about debt and how there is such kind of an obsession in this society of got to pay off debt, got to pay off debt, got to pay off debt. And there's this shame around it. Well, when you have debt and you have shame around it, then it goes kind of back to that first pointer of that trifecta that I shared with you is like the money energy. You are lowering your frequency to like lower than low, you, you know, I, almost like as low as, as if like death, death is, you know, the lowest frequency of life, right? It's the end of life. And so it doesn't do you any good to be in the energy of like feeling the shame around not having enough or feeling like ASAP, I've got to get this debt all paid off. Now, there is a component of the second pointer, which is this money strategy, which is the planning, the optimizing, the multiplying, the being smart with it, the tracking it, that can take part in the debt, right? And so you go from, and my pup is here with me, um, you go from, there. you know, there's two, there's certainly the mindset around debt that like, there's no need to feel shame around it. It's not serving you. But of course, you also don't want to get so lax with it, which I've been there, done that, where you just keep adding debt because it doesn't bother you at all. Debt doesn't bother me at all. And um, but it, uh, certainly there comes a time when, you know, debt can get on top of you. Right. And you're feeling like I don't want my loan payments or my debt, my card payments, my debt payments to be so high that then I'm uncomfortable, right? You don't want to get to that point. So when it comes to like the strategy of it, when you go to make big investment that require debt, you do want some planning to be involved, right? So there's absolutely nothing wrong with you taking out a loan for $20,000 to invest in something in your business or, you know, and it also depends on the monetary uh, level that your business is a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million dollars. I mean, we have my um with the land development company, we have you know, there's certainly times when there's loans taken out millions of dollars in debt. We have partners who have that amount of money in, in cash, but they will prefer to take out debt for the neighborhoods of that amount because you know, better to do it with the debt than it is to do it with your um money, cash in the bank, especially when it's an LLC that's separate from you, that's just a better way to do it. But of course, then there's a plan, right? There's a projection of how we're going to make those payments. And there are times in your business when you're like, and I've done it and it's paid off. Uh, but there's also like, you know, then there's a longer term of paying it off, right? 
um, when you just feel so in high energy about a certain investment opportunity that you are like, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm popping it on a loan. I'm popping it on a credit card because I trust that this is going to help me grow. There are those moments, right? And in those moments, there's specific exercises that you can take to ensure that this is a good, that you can go through to ensure that this is a good decision for you. But I want to go a little bit deeper on pointer number two, which is the strategy. And this is what some, some, a lot, a lot often people ask me about. Now, the first thing um, to do with strategy is like anything else, like a marketing plan or a workout plan or a diet plan, you got to plan out when are you going to have time to sit down and spend that quality time with your money, just like you with your spouse, you know, in your marriage, you might have a set date night or a quarterly vacation or weekly time like we do every week when we just hang out two, three hours by ourselves together, even if it's just laying in bed and talking. <clears throat> Same thing with your money. So for me, I have that planned time on what I like to call money Monday. And so I have a blocked off time on my calendar. Actually on Mondays, nobody can schedule calls with me because it's money Monday. So that's when I'm, and it's not the whole day. It's a couple hours at most when I am addressing things like, um, itemizing, even if, when I have an accountant, even when I have a CPA, even when I have a bookkeeper, even when I have a CFO, it's so important for you and your own life to know what's coming in and what's going out. There's plenty of books about this, but as women, um, you know, apparently <laughs> the, uh, the behavior is we just kind of tr let other people like we trust them with our money, but it's so important for you to, as, as a woman. And I've seen it time and time again, where you just, you know, someone might trust, just trust other people with money. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, true story. Husband passed away and didn't leave her with anything. And the life insurance policy go went to the business partner and not her or, oh my gosh, our house is in foreclosure. And these women bounce back like badasses, but you certainly don't want to have to go through that. Like you want to be aware of your financial situation, right? So um, that's when Monday Monday comes into place. And that's when I track everything that comes in, everything, everything that's come in, everything that goes out. And I also have a daily money tracking sheet so that I'm not only tracking everything that comes in through the business, but also fun surprise money. Like a surprise rebate or, hey, I have $6 worth of fuel perks. Could you not 10 cents? I just found on the ground. I like to be like, pay really close attention to all the money that comes into my world or, Hey, I refinanced this loan and that saved us thousands of dollars. I'm that's money in the bank for me. Right. Or, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know? And so that's a big part of it. And that's also when things go on my to-do list of like, um, reanalyzing certain bills and making sure that we are paying the best rates for everything. If somebody approaches me with an opportunity to save money, it goes on my to-do list for Mondays. So it's not like it has to go ASAP on a day that I have other things planned. Money is when money Monday is when all this stuff happens. And then I also have a meeting with my husband and 
I let him know, hey, what here's what's going on with the business because he is technically 50% owner, silent partner of Media the Creative Agency. But I like to let him know what's going on with the money um, because he is half owner. And also because I like that camaraderie and that partnership. And for so long in my life, I felt like it just needed to be on my shoulder. And I felt like I didn't have anybody to share it with. And if I have a husband, I'm going to damn well share it with him. And same with our personal life. Like, here's what what our electric bill was this month. Here's what our gas bill this month. Here's where we have this opportunity to save money here. And then I certainly will put things on his plate when I'm feeling like this is a lot for me to handle this week. I didn't get it through. And that two, two hours, you know, that I blocked. Can I can I ask for your help in this? Can I just, can I just trust that you put it on your plate? And guys, when you do this with your family, whether in my case, we have siblings that help with my father's finances, um, with my, my, in my home, it's my husband and I, you kind of have to decide that when you're going to let that go, it's going to look however it's going to look. Things could be late. Things could accidentally get canceled. And uh, you have to just be okay with just letting it go and trusting that it's going to be okay. Because as women, we also have the tendency to like hand off a task and then micromanage that task because we're worried that's not going to get handled the way that we want it to get handled, right? So that's my PSA for the day on that. And then, in, and so to track the personal and the um, business, there's two different spreadsheets and then there's a daily money tracking spreadsheet. But and I was utilizing those from um, a coach of mine that I worked with, was, which was Susan Glusica. And hopefully I'm saying her last name correctly because we've only ever met virtually and uh, mostly corresponded via social media. But I had these spreadsheets that I, that I would use. But then what I found was, is that on the two particular years, it felt like the one year was a lot felt felt a lot more stringent than the other year. And I was tracking sales month to month and tracking expenses month to month with these spreadsheets. But then when I went and I looked year to year at my, because I stopped using QuickBooks for a while because I was like, what's all this mumbo jumbo. And I had tried CFO after CFO after CFO, and it just wasn't working out. So I was like, I'm just going to take it upon my hands and do these spreadsheets that I have access to. And, but what I found is that while that allowed my dogs finding something exciting outside, kind of curious of what it is, seems to be right outside our door. Um, what I am finding is that, um, what I found is that like a CFO or a bookkeeper or an accountant, they couldn't tell if there was a, an, an expense that was happening every month they simply would categorize it and send, there would be like this lump expense category that's like, you spent this much on monthly memberships, but they don't know. They're not in your business day to day to know it was a bird. I'm updating you all. It was a bird. That's what was outside the door. It flew away. Um, but they don't know day to day. Oh, you actually don't need this subscription. You stopped using it years ago. Or there might be like some stuff on auto renewal. And now the accountant or bookkeeper CFO is categorizing that as, uh, you know, another category of expense. They don't know that, again, you don't need that to be renewed this year, right? And you just forgot that it even existed. Nobody on your team is using it. Um, and so there's 
there could be so much money that's going out the window just by you not taking, and it doesn't have to be two hours a week. Um, you know, oftentimes it's way less than that. And, but, you know, even to just take 10 minutes a week to go through your categories and see if every transaction is actually legit. Like if it's actually something that you need it to still be occurring in your business or your life. And, um, so I have these spreadsheets, but then again, I had this experience where one year felt more stringent than the other. And because I was doing things month to month, and then finally I went and looked at the revenue. I was like, oh, actually these two years that are very similar revenue. Why is it that this one felt more stringent than this one? And because I was doing these spreadsheets month to month, I wasn't able to, and I quit using QuickBooks. I wasn't able to look at the profit and loss statements year, year, year per year and see like, oh, we spent more, way more money on this. So I can only, I could only surmise. And then I had to like put all these spreadsheets together. So for your business, I do recommend use, utilizing QuickBooks and getting a professional to set it up for you. And if you're at the level of our marketing clients, you have a bookkeeper, you have someone who's handling this for you. Um, but to categorize it in the way that you want it to categorize, like for years, our QuickBooks was providing a profit and loss and balance sheets without the amount that we were paying ourselves. So I wasn't able to like provide those to people whenever they were being asked for. So I just completely had at this point a completely new person to just start it from scratch. And, um, so then, um, and then when it comes to your personal, same thing, spreadsheet, but it is so much more time consuming to do a spreadsheet. So you might want to utilize a service like every dollar and that allows you to just, it auto syncs to your bank account. So does QuickBooks. And that allows you to categorize your expenses again. And once again, like, Oh, we spent, I kid you not. I think like I realized at the end of one year that we had spent like $8,000 on Chick-fil-A and as much as we love Chick-fil-A, like, okay, you know, maybe like half of that could have gone into an IRA for our kids or, you know, our 529 plan for our kids and, or into our IRA, right. Or Roth IRA or whatever other investment that you have that I'm working on being able to help people with. So then, um, so then, you know, and then what I came to realize in our personal life is that we were getting to the point where my revenue skyrocketed. My income was great. And so I became the partner with my relationship with money, money being my partner that was neglecting my money and was taking it for granted. And so all of a sudden it was spend, 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 which was a beautiful, luxurious life. But before you know it, you know, there was just a ton of waste because it wasn't appreciated. And so, you know, maybe big dinners out with tons of leftovers that never got eaten or, uh, which there's nothing wrong with big dinners out, but enjoy it, savor it, nourish your body with it. Right. Or again, expenses month, month, month that really didn't need to be occurring. And then like anything my kids ask for, yes, 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 yes. Right. And not really giving them the lesson of, hey, have a good relationship with your money, be a good steward of it, respect it, love it. Um, I don't believe that the love of money is the root of all evil. I believe that evil is the root of all evil. <laughs> and so I have an app and I'll provide an affiliate link for that called Every Dollar. And through Every Dollar, nope, we already talked about Every Dollar. I'm talking about Greenlight. 
green light and through green light it is a monthly subscription and my kids each have their own debit card i actually happen to have one of my daughter's debit cards here and uh it's beautiful because they get into the trap of like oh mommy can i get hulu and i'm like sure if you have if you have that in your budget and your allowance you can get hulu uh, because we you know we have a, a million other streaming services. So whether we make a million dollars or not, uh, I don't need another streaming service, baby love. And so if you want it, you can pay for it with your allowance rather than being like, sure, it's only 17 bucks a month. I don't know how much Hulu is. Actually, I could probably look in the app because then my kids would get these. And mind you, six to seven kids, you know, the older ones have their devices and they have their own um, Apple storage, their own Google storage, their own they have their own apps that they want to have memberships to like Spotify or whatever. And um, with so many people, there's, you know, so only so much that you can share accounts. And so before I would n- know it, there would be like all these memberships that were coming out of my bank account. And sometimes they were coming out of checking accounts that I had specifically allocated to for those certain expenses. And I wouldn't have transferred the funds yet. And I wouldn't have caught it till the next day. And then there's that insufficient funds, right? So like all this money wasted. And again, the kid's not learning the value of the dollar. So now through Greenlight, they each have their debit card. They each get their allowance every week. I get a reminder, did they do their chores? Did they do what they were supposed to do in order to receive the allowance? Which I get that in entrepreneurship, we now teach once you get to a certain point of like, oh, you don't need to work hard and you don't need to earn the money, but there are certain points in life when you need to learn that lesson, right? Otherwise we would all be laying around our couches, binge watching TV and wondering why am I not making a million dollars, right? Because there are certain parts of your life when you need to learn those lessons that you need to you know, build the groundwork. And so the beautiful thing about green light for them is that I can automatically with their allowance, it can go automatically And also a percentage can go into their spending, a percentage into their saving, a percentage into their investments, a percentage into donations. And they can pick their investments in their app and they can pick the nonprofits that they want donations to go through. So they're going through those percentages, right? And then it's beautiful because, you know, we'll be in a store and in the past it'd be like, can I have this thing? Sure. But now it's, can I have this thing? Do you have your money in your card? Did you bring your card? No. Or if they have their card, oftentimes it's like, well, I don't want it that bad. (laughs) Not if I have to pay for it. Right. And so it's teaching them that, that lesson. And, um, and so that's a big component of that. And then just teaching them young that the younger that you start to put money aside, of course, my kids don't have debt. You know, they're like, four, (laughs) you know, I mean, I have, I have six of them. Actually, none of them are four years old, interestingly enough, but my oldest is 16. And so teaching them young, like the younger you start to invest, I think if you were to do a chart and don't quote me on this, and I'm not a financial representative yet, and no information or monetary advice that I would give in this is to be taken as advice. I'm just giving an example, but say you take Uh, And again, this is something that I was talking with um, uh, my colleague Andrea with today. And this is something that she did as a presentation to young people in a virtual class. And I I love that she did this. So uh, to reference the example, and I'm maybe butchering the quote, but this is something that we talk about a lot with my financial representative community. 
the younger you are, the more money you're going to have in your retirement plan. So say you save $150 a month starting at 20, you're, you might have $1.5 million uh, at retirement age. Say you wait till your 30s, you might have $500,000. Like which one would you rather have? And so, and a lot of times there's such a honus on like, got to pay off debt, got to pay off student loans, got to pay off credit card debt loans that we are like, when that's paid off, then I will start saving. Well, guys, I have something to tell you. If you were to pass away and you have personal unsecured debt, that's only under your name, it's gone. Like your family, unless a creditor is an asshole isn't going to be responsible for that. So say you spent all your money to try to get off out of debt. You pass away. You don't have a life insurance plan. You don't have a retirement plan. You don't have a savings plan because it all went to the credit card companies to pay them off. But say you pass away and you have credit card debt and you also have a retirement. Credit card debt's gone and the retirement is not. And the life insurance is not. And that's why I... I am licensed to sell your life and sell your you life insurance. And I'm also working on the license as a financial representative because as a marketing strategist, my expertise is to help my clients to attract more revenue. But then through my financial representative licensure, I'll be able to help clients more properly prepare with what do I do with that money when I can well, how can I multiply it even more and have even more passive income coming from it? And it's not necessarily called passive income. It's, in, you know, it's investment income and, you know, and there's all different types of taxing stuff we could talk about, but um, that's, you know, why I got into it. And, and the big inspiration for this live today is because one of my one of my connections, I talk a lot about Money Monday and I like to track money, how much money came in, how much money went out, da 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 And she's like, oh, what do you use? And so I thought, okay, well, I'll do a live on it. <laughs> and I will share some some links with you on this. So um, again, this show is brought to you by Media the Creative Agency, who is my marketing agency. And we love to help holistic healers and beauty experts. Um, those of you who provide services that transform the lives of your ideal clients, and you're ready to just let go of your marketing, you get referrals, you get a nice, it's not like a situation of like, I need to get marketing to save my business. It's like my business is thriving and I just don't want to deal with marketing anymore. And, or I dealt with other marketing teams and they just didn't get me. They took forever to get back to me. They didn't deliver things that I, that they said they were going to deliver. That's not us. We got your back. And in fact, I'm going to have one of my clients that I love and adore next week. And I can't wait for her to share her experience with you. And uh, I'm just so proud of what she does. And it's so close to my heart. Um, but for those of you who aren't quite there yet, you're not yet at the cusp of, you know, multi, <clears throat> you're not at multi six figures. You're not at, the, you know, almost seven figures and, or you're just starting out your business and you have no idea like what even is a package? What do I call it? How do I create it? How do I price it? How do I market it? Who's an I what's an ideal client? How do I like how do I do this? Like with all my stuff, my family, you know, maybe some of my clients are doctors, some of my clients are psychiatrists, which are also doctors. Uh, some of my clients have 
you know, left full-time positions to go into this entrepreneurial world. And you're like, kind of feeling like a deer in headlights. And there are so many resources out there that are free, so many books. And you're like, I just want a person to come alongside me and tell me what to do. Who's been there, made all the mistakes, learn from them. And so I don't have to pay the expensive mistakes, right? That's what you're thinking. That's what my, who my coaching programs are for. And so you can reach out to me and actually my company for either scenario at info at mediacreativeagency.com. We're actively welcoming sponsors for our show and our online magazine, Mediazine. And for those of you who would love to attract more of your ideal clients and you would love to get in front of an audience who is willing to invest in self-growth and business growth, please reach out to us at info at mediacreativeagency.com and see if you qualify to be a sponsor of our show and our online media zine, both of which are issued almost every week. And for those of you who aren't quite there yet and or you've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and you just want another book and you love to read, uh, of course, I have the, my book, The Minimalist Method, uh, The Emerging Entrepreneur's Guide to Peace and Prosperity. It's an Amazon bestseller. And I take you through, it's like, 90 minute read at most and really good reviews on <laughs> you could read the reviews on Amazon you can get it on Barnes and Nobles uh Kindle hardback and we're working on the audible we've been working on it for a while now and you can read my book and um spoiler alert I've got a couple things coming for you too uh I haven't shared this news yet and I haven't put it on my social media yet and I won't be doing it until April but if you're looking to become a published author once and for all and share your story of survival to thrival, to thrival? I don't know if that's a word. Surviving to thriving uh, as your mom who finds that your motherhood has actually been your superpower to your success. I'd love to include you in our upcoming anthology as I um, partner with um, Corey Wemsley as, as our editor. And uh, we can almost guarantee that you're going to become a best-selling author with this book. We'd love to include you, for, and it's for a good cause. And mark calendars, January 30th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to be partnering with Genesis Hey Crick, and I hopefully said that last name correctly. Again, another beautiful human being that we've only met virtually. I don't think we've ever met in person, but we feel like we're, you know, so aligned. Uh both mothers, both media recognized, both coaches, and uh, we just have a little bit of a difference of who our ideal client is. And so we're thinking we're coming together, sharing all the wisdom that we have to offer together and uh, allowing you to experience a half day of a free virtual retreat transformation of how you can attract more of your ideal clients so that they love you, come back to you and refer you, um, how you can create more balance in your life so you can be both present for your business and your family and watch them both thrive. And it's not all on your shoulders. And of course, money mindset, how can you attract more money and watch it multiply in your life and so much more. All we ask of you is that if you register, show up, block it off in your calendar. If your child gets sick, or if, you know, all of a sudden they have a birthday party they need driven to, or they started ballet or, uh, an ideal client pops up and wants to have a call that you are treating this as important as those things. And that if those things come up, 
that you are going to ask for help for somebody else to cover it. Or you're going to say, nope, I'm not available during that time. We got to do it some other time because there will not be replays. This is for women who are ready. Maybe you don't feel quite ready, but this is for people who are commit for women who are committed to growing their business and committed to their self-growth. And for once and for all, damn it, in 2024, you're going to make it happen. We're just asking you to show up. We're not even asking you to pay anything. And this is just a way for us to give back to you because we can. This has been lovely. If you have someone who could hear this, please share this episode with them. And of course, if you're on a platform that allows you to comment, comment, let me know you're here. And what would you love for me to talk about in an upcoming episode? I want to hear from you. And if you're not on a platform that allows you to comment, email us info at mediacreativeagency.com. We love to hear your questions. We love to hear your comments. And we love to customize these episodes for your personal self-growth so that you can simplify your life while allowing more room for more of what you love for you and your family and your business. Talk soon. Bye.